0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad, the big noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. We got one bracket left. West region in the books. East region done. South region put to bed. All we got left is the Midwest. And Lundy, I've said this before. I think this is going to be... The most uh, confusing, bewildering, disheveled region of all of them when it is all said and done. Going to be bloodied brackets galore as a result. A uh, ton of upside-down games. I think it's a wide open field. So checking out some of the best values uh, currently out there in the marketplace. I'd like the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, to come out and represent at 4-1 to one. Uh, plus 400 at FanDuel Sportsbook is where you can find that one. Uh, you know, the Hawkeyes in a classic 5 12 matchup, not the greatest against the Richmond Spiders. We're going to have a pick on them a little bit later on. Uh, in this edition of the Faith Oys podcast. But uh, I've been, you know, unimpressed with Kansas at times. Uh, seems to be a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde tendency with that team. Uh, not the best defensive team uh, that Bill Self has certainly had, but they have the Gunners, and when they're playing at an A-plus level, they can certainly represent in New Orleans out of this region. And then you look at the bottom half, uh, Auburn, uh, that's a, a team that with sketchy guard play, despite the brilliance of Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler. I think the Miami Hurricanes is going to knock off USC yeah. <laughs> Uh, and maybe move beyond uh, the next line and possibly represent the Sweet 16. Hell, maybe even deeper than that. shoe you got the coaching uh, change there with Will Wade getting canned. Wisconsin playing too many close games. Again, it's wide open. And you got the Hawkeyes maybe playing the best basketball of anybody in the country. Uh, since February 1st, no team in the nation has had a higher points per possession scored output uh, than Keegan Murray and friends. And uh, they're defending, as I've said before, the fight in front inside the top 40 and just the defensive efficiency over that 40-day stretch as well. So 4-1 odds. uh, Hopefully they're not spent after that storied run through the Big Ten tournament, Uh, but I'm going to side with that sizzling hot hand of the Iowa Hawkeyes and Mount Fran and no eruptions needed because this team is playing sensational ball. What do you like in the Midwest region from a future perspective?
1: Uh, well, first of all, in my bracket, I have Iowa representing in the final four. So ah, that already tells me. you where I think the value is. I will tell you if you're going away from uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. By the way, what kind of noise does a Hawkeye make? I'm going to need I, I need animal sounds. We need. Ah! A oh, OK, that works. Um, <laughs> um, but I will also throw this out there. The other team. Um, uh, look, you, you know that I'm not allowed to pick for or against Kansas. My wife is convinced yes. that anytime time I do that. Um, I'm either jinxing them or I'm somehow not supporting them. So I basically have to pretend that KU is not on the board. Um, <laughs> like I, I don't even want to show her what I did in my bracket because she's going to be really pissed. Because uh, <laughs> as I just told you, I have Iowa going to the Final Four. Um, but I will also say I'll throw this out there. I know at BetMGM you can get them at plus three twenty. That's yep. Auburn. And I know that there's been a. Oh. I know there's been some inconsistencies, and you already touched on that here as we started the pod. But. Those right there are where I think the two best values are. And the fact that you can get four to one at FanDuel is great. At BetMGM, uh, Iowa is actually down to plus 375, so you're losing a little bit of your payday uh, if you go to uh, to BetMGM. So just make sure you're shopping it around. But if it's not Iowa, um, and like I said, I'm not allowed to do anything with Kansas. It's like written into my prenup. Um, and so I have to stay away from that So I will uh, roll with Auburn as my other pick If you really wanted to roll the dice with somebody else
0: Yeah, we, we can't get Lundy divorced No, we can't do it So leave it ring I've done on
1: enough, it I've done enough shit that would get me <laughs> in trouble um, <laughs> That the last thing I need to do Is have something involving Fog Allen Fieldhouse Be the reason
0: Well, I'm glad you got the prenuptials uh, in writing uh, With the Kansas fandom Smart move a Smart move by your missus No doubt about it Hey, bartender bartender, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, again, the focus is the Midwest region. And uh, let's go ahead and start off with a game that is sure to be Rock 'em, Stock 'em, Robots, Lundy. Uh, first to uh, 55 wins, maybe? Uh, Creighton in San Diego State. And I'm taking the under uh, on the overall game total at 120 minus 110 at DraftKings Sports. We got uh, two, uh, you know, Creighton plays at a, at a faster pace than San Diego State. But San Diego State, one of the slowest teams in the country. And they're both outstanding defensive teams. San Diego State inside the top five. And adjusted defensive efficiency, and Creighton has been inside the top 30 in that category all season long. Really, kind of flipping the script from previous versions of Blue Jays basketball under Greg McDermott, which was traditionally known for filling up the cup and its offensive chops. And this season, they're just getting it done defensively, and that's why they've had a lot of success this season. You know, they lost their starting point guard and Nembhard. They have weathered that storm, and San Diego State just can't score. Uh, north of 200 in multiple offensive analytics. Category. So unless Matt Bradley is on fire and, you know, puts up like a 30 spot, which he's capable of doing, uh, Minsa can't score and he's a supreme rim protector. Kalkbrenner is the supreme rim protector for Creighton. Uh, this is going to be an ugly, disgusting matchup. So I'm taking the under 120 Creighton San Diego State, minus 110 at DraftKings. Fader, follow.
1: Well, I already took it at under 119 and a half. So the fact that it's now at 120 makes me even happier uh, and get a little bit of a buffer. So I've already yeah. got a bet in at 119. Look, you're talking about a Creighton team that was under in, uh, let's see, 21 of their 34-ish games, 33 games. Uh, so we already know they do that. They've been under in five out of their last six. San Diego State was under in every conference tournament game uh, that they played. So, yeah, these two teams are trending in that direction. San Diego State not uh, able to fill the cup all that much, but these guys will slow down. They'll play defense. Um, I I just uh, between these two, I, I this is one of the lowest over unders of the first round, and I'm still taking the under.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pound the under on the Jays and Aztecs.
1: Number four. All
0: right, checking right along here in this Midwest preview. Uh, let's go to Iowa. And, again, you and I both have them representing in Nolans uh, from the Midwest region. They're taking on the Richmond Spiders in round number one in a classic 5-12 matchup. I do like the Richmond over on 69 nice and a half. Team total points against Iowa. Why? Uh, because I was going to force tempo, bottom line. They're one of the fastest teams in the country uh, and one that uh, over the last 40 days, they rank inside the top 50 in adjusted tempo overall. Again, they are prolific scorers, all points on the floor, spearheaded there by Keegan Murray. Jordan Burhanen is hitting some ridiculous shots, a banker you saw uh, for the winner against uh, their opponent in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, But, you know, this Richmond team, uh, with Burton, with Gillard, with Grant Golden, they have versatility on the floor, and they have very good floor spacing. I shoot a decent clip from outside, and they are generally speaking a high-volume, three-point shooting team. So, uh, I think Iowa's going to win this thing. I don't know if they're going to get the cover, which last I checked was a 10. It seems a little high for me, uh, but I think uh, Richmond will hit the 70-point mark. Iowa will get to probably 79 or 80, and that's largely where their team total is. Uh, but yes, give me the Spiders to splash enough to cash the over 69 and a half team total points minus 120 at BetMGM Vader follow.
1: This is one of those games from the first round, Brad, that I'm staying away from the spread. I'm with you. I think it uh it climbed up I think yesterday afternoon it was a 10 and a half. That's just oh, too much for me. Yeah, it's too high. Um but I do like I first of all, I like the overall game total at 150. Um, and a half, but I do like drilling down and maybe trying to find a little bit more of a nugget that I can cash a ticket on, and so I like this team total. I do like the over on it. I think that Iowa's just going to force that pace, and Richmond can score. I mean, they can. Iowa should win this game. I think it's going to come close to that spread, but I could see Iowa winning this thing down the stretch by, say, eight, maybe nine, and that's why I don't like the idea of that hook coming into play, so whether it's nine and a half or ten and a half, whatever your favorite book is, I just think that's too much on the spread. Focus on the total instead. Take the over when we're talking about Richmond. And like I said, I would take the overall total over at 150 and a half. But if you want to drill down on the team, I'm good with that, too.
0: Uh, meaningless three at the buzzer for the cover. It's kind of what I'm feeling with the Spiders.
1: Number three.
0: All right, let's go to the 314 matchup here in this region. And is a team that uh, prevents cavities and is recommended by nine out of ten dentists nationally. That is Colgate catching seven and a half against the Wisconsin Badgers, and I'm going to side with the Raiders, representatives from the Patriot League, minus 110 at DraftKings. Um, This is kind of a scary matchup for the Badgers, and we do not know exactly how healthy johnny davis is last time we saw him out there on the floor jeff goodman and i were talking about it during our live on the line shoots here at mandalay bay race and sportsbook this week and uh you know he didn't get a whole lot of elevation on his shot there in the big 10 tournament that lower body injury that he suffered i think is is impacting him and potentially greatly now he's had extra days of rest we'll see if he's back and you know firing and even at 90 percent capacity but that's something to certainly monitor here i think this game boils out to who gets the arc advantage Colgate, 43.5% three-point shooting, which is ridiculous over the last 30 days. 42.1% of their shots on the season have come from distance, and they are balanced. They don't have, like, one leading scorer. they got a bunch of guys that are in the double figures, so they can really spread you out and plunge daggers as a result. Now, Wisconsin's a very stout perimeter defensive team, giving up just 27.1% over the last 30 days. But, again, it's all about that offense of the Raiders, and you know what Wisconsin does. It doesn't matter if it's mighty or meek competition. They play it close. Badgers probably win in a sweat, but we get a cover with Colgate plus seven and a half, minus half, minus one ten at DraftKings, fade or follow.
1: Love this one. This is actually one of my favorites out of the Midwest region. I like the idea of the Raiders being able to cover. Now they are four and nine in non-conference play, yep. um, but going up against this Wisconsin team, here's a great stat on Wisconsin. They are 15 and three this season on games that were decided by six points or less, um, wow. so they don't they don't mind playing a close game. Um, they may wind up coming out on top. I have a little bit of trust issues right now with the Badgers, um, and you brought it up about Johnny Davis. So uh, you know what his status is obviously makes a big deal. And by the way, he's averaging 19.7 points per game. Saw this on the Athletic. If uh, uh, if he can get a, his his season average to 20 or more, first player for Wisconsin since Michael Finley. Oh man, I
0: love Michael Finley back in the day.
1: Back in 94-95, Finley, by the way, who is currently the uh, VP of basketball operations for your Dallas Mavericks. Oh, Um, I know that? But um, he would wind up being the first player since Finley to average 20 or more on a season so Johnny Davis is sitting right on that precipice but again going back to that stat about how Wisconsin is in tight games I think Colgate covers I don't know that they win it outright I don't know that they put on Cinderella's slipper but I do think they keep this one close and so I will take them absolutely like I said this is one of my favorite plus odds in the Midwest region for round one Colgate plus seven and a half
0: break out the floss we're rolling with Colgate Stick around for my top plays in the Midwest region and hopefully make some money. Number two. All right, Luddy, let's go ahead and get back after it here uh, in this section of the bracket. And the next game I light, of course, it's the Fighting Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. And I'm taking the over on the 73-and-a-half team total points uh that's all it is at minus 120 at mgm defense is optional uh i learned something uh this week here at uh, medley bay race and sportsbook and just the property in general there is a pool that's called topional and i did not realize that was a word so i encouraged jeff goodman to be topional on our show and he denied my requests and my advances
1: Well, I I would like to congratulate him on being smart (laughs) enough not to give in to 40-something peer pressure uh, in his adult life. So congratulations on uh, staying away from the... Optional yes. television program.
0: Yes, uh, but this is uh, certainly not an option for anybody to bet the under. You got to go with the over here. I, I, I'm just I'm, again, I'm Florida. You look at South Dakota State on the season, number twelve in the country, and adjusted offensive efficiency number one in the country, an effective field goal percentage offense number one, and three point percentage offense at forty four point two percent. Number ten and two point percentage offense, and they also shoot seventy six percent from the charity stripe oh and uh, but wait Lundy, there's more they've been over this in 20 and 21 games and it's minus 120 and in providence uh over the last 30 days is number 188 and adjusted defensive efficiency how is this line this low baylor shireman and company can outright score uninhibitedly and you're going to see that uh, I think in this first round matchup, which is really popular bet, a lot of people, public, uh, I think some sharps even are on South Dakota State because much like Wisconsin, Providence likes to play close games. So, fader follow a fighting Jackrabbits laying a knockout punch in the box score on the over seventy-three and a half team total points minus one twenty at BetMGM.
1: Uh, I am all in on the Jackrabbits, <laughs> yes. Brad. Um, Brad, I've got them winning. I'm yep. taking them. I'm taking them on the money line at yep. plus one twenty. I'm taking them plus the two and a half. I'm taking them uh, over on the team total. Uh, I have a lot of tickets uh, tied to the Jackrabbits, so I'm hoping that the Lucky Rabbit's foot actually works out. Here's the thing that I find fascinating about this line, by the way you got You got this one sitting at a two and a half. Okay, the other four thirteen matchups: Arkansas at minus four and a half. Uh, Illinois minus seven and a half UCLA minus 13 and a half. And then you look at this one and it's two and a half. It tells you what the odds makers feel about how South Dakota state could make this a really damn interesting game on Thursday morning. So uh, the good news is that, that it is a Thursday morning game. Uh, It's at like 1240 Eastern time. So, you know, early morning, morning for me being in the mountain time zone, uh, morning for you or whenever you roll out of bed in Vegas, (laughs) um, But I will say that uh, I'm really looking forward to this one, but I'm also glad it's one of the early games. That way, if I win, I can turn around and lose that money again. Uh, Or if I lose, I can just start tearing up tickets.
0: Yeah, look, it's all about the South Dakota State scoring potential. Oh, baby, make me some bank on that over.
1: Number one.
0: All right, last and certainly not least, let's go with the 7:10 here. And I'm taking the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Jim Larinaga's team, they are old. They got a ton of experience at the guard position. Charlie Moore is in year 15 of his college basketball career. I'm convinced of it. Uh, playing, I think, for his third team. Uh, making the rounds for sure. This is last stand, and I'm, I'm that, you know, for that reason and myriad other reasons, I'm taking Miami plus one and a half. Uh, just looking over the last twelve games, uh, Miami one of the most potent offensive teams in the country. Number twenty-seven adjusted offensive efficiency. Number twenty-seven an effective field goal percentage offense. They don't turn the ball over. They're shooting fifty-eight point three percent inside the arc, Lundy. That's number six in college basketball. Being a lot of teams off the bounce, have some decent three point shooters. Mcgusty as uh, a part of that mix. As well. They force a ton of turnovers, you know, suspect defensively outside of that. So they are reliant on those miscues. But man, I got trust issues with the Trojans, uh, who are number 276 Lundy in their last 12 games, an effective field goal percentage offense. Turnovers, one of the worst in college basketball, much like Michigan State. They have problems shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, they can't score the ball particularly well inside. Just a, a lot of weaknesses inadequacies for this USC team, and they're the favorites. So uh, I got Miami winning multiple games, including this first round matchup, and I think they're gonna knock off Auburn in the round of 32, so fade or follow, the Hurricanes blow through the Trojans, plus one and a half, minus 110 at BetMGM.
1: Yeah, my favorite double-digit seeds in this year's brackets are the are the 10s. Um, yeah. You and I have already talked about the Ramblers. We have talked about Davidson. And this one I like. And this is in part because I'm sticking to my guns. Something that you and I have been saying, I've been saying it on the TV show now for over a month, that USC was ranked too high for who they were. Um, I, I just think this is not as strong of a USC team as people might have thought. Um, it in you know we can talk we can talk separately about the Pac-12 outside of Arizona, but I, I've got I'll take Miami in the points. I'll take Miami on the money line. Uh, USC's only covered three times in their last ten games. That's it, three <laughs> against three and seven against the spread, folks. Um, it, at a time of the year when they should have been trying to flex their muscle. Uh, they were struggling. Yep. Uh, so I, I just, I'm not buying into it. I don't trust them. I'm just like you. I've got trust issues with USC. I think Miami keeps it close. I think Miami wins it uh, down the stretch of this game and moves on. I'm not with you on the on the round of 32 with Auburn, but I do think they take care of business here and knock out one of the Pac-12 teams.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, man, fading the Trojans has been quite profitable, and I think that will only continue here in the NCAA tournament. All right, that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Check out Lundy, would you kindly, on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Check me out there, at Noisy Javos. Uh, Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, feed or follow.
1: That is up to you. Feed the noise.